At two o'clock in the morning, the land was discovered. As I saw that they were very friendly to us, and perceived that they could be much easily converted to our holy faith by gentle means than by force, I presented them with some red caps and strings of beads to wear upon the neck, and many other trifles of small value, wherewith they were much delighted, and became wonderfully attached to us. Christopher Columbus Diary, October 11th to the 12th, 1492. In Charles River Editor's History for Kids series, your children will learn about history's most important people and events in an easy, entertaining, and educational way. Pictures help bring the story to life, and the concise but comprehensive book will keep your kids' attention all the way to the end. The most seminal event of the last millennium might also be its most controversial. As school children have been taught for over 500 years, in 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. In October of that year, the Italian Christopher Columbus immortalized himself by landing in the New World and beginning the process of European settlement in Americas for Spain, bringing the age of exploration to a new hemisphere with him. Ironically, the Italian led a Spanish expedition, in part because the Portuguese rejected his offers in the belief that sailing west to Asia would take too long. Columbus had better luck with the Spanish royalty, successfully persuading Queen Isabella to commission his expedition. In August 1492, Columbus set west for India at the helm of the Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria. Befitting a legendary trip, the journey was star-crossed from the beginning. The Pinta's rudder broke early on, and just days into the journey, Columbus's compass stopped pointing due north and started pointing to the Earth's magnetic north pole, something the Europeans knew nothing about. Columbus knew that the uncertainty of the expedition's destination made his crew nervous, so he hid his compass's malfunction from his crew. Additionally, after 30 days of sailing, the expedition still had not sighted land, so Columbus started lying to his crew about the distance they sailed each day, telling them they had sailed fewer miles than they actually had, so as not to scare them even more. On October 7, 1492, the three ships spotted flocks of birds, suggesting land was nearby, so Columbus followed the direction in which the birds flew. On the night of October 11, the expedition sighted land and when Columbus came ashore the following day in the Bahamas, he thought he was in Japan, but the natives he came into contact with belied the descriptions of the people and lands of Asia as wealthy and resourceful. Instead, the bewildered Columbus would note in his journal that the natives painted their bodies, wore no clothes, and had primitive weapons, leading him to the conclusion that they would be easily converted to Catholicism. When he set sail for home in January 1493, he brought several imprisoned natives back to Spain with him. Everyone agrees that Columbus's discovery of the New World was one of the turning points in history, but agreements over his legacy end there. Although his other three voyages to the New World were far less successful and largely overlooked in the narrative of his life, Columbus became such a towering figure in Western history that the United States Capitol was named after George Washington and him. Conversely, among the Native Americans and indigenous tribes that suffered epidemics and enslavement at the hands of the European settlers, Columbus is widely portrayed as an arch-villain. History for Kids, the illustrated life of Christopher Columbus, chronicles Columbus's life and his historic voyages, but it also examines the aftermath of his expeditions and analyzes the controversy surrounding his legacy. Along with pictures of important people, places, and events in his life, your kids will learn about Columbus like never before.